friend of mine gave me a book called More Than a Carpenter. And it was a an argument about who Jesus was and provided this rationale as okay, well, Jesus Christ was either a liar, he was a lunatic or Lord. And it was it was a kind of, it was very small, it was, it was very interesting because uh, when you consider people who believe in some sort of divine being, you ask yourself, is, are these people just being led uh, by people who are great deceivers are they just uh, being fooled so are are these people just living a lie and then you also have some other belief some other people who might believe that those who believe in God or some sort of spiritual entity well, they're just lunatics and and I've <laughs> I've seen some examples of that uh, and in fact I think there are some people who might be led into believing some very crazy things about not only others, but a, about a divine being. And so some of these conspiracy theories are sort of wrapped up in in both the lie and lunacy. And deep down you question, okay, well, what is the root? What is this intention? And that's, that's a shame because when you consider in the third argument, well, the, you know, he is Lord. And you see the accounts of people whose lives have been completely transformed because of their faith in some sort of divine being. There's something that moved them. Uh, you see uh, some stories in the Christian Bible about the, the man who was born blind and he, you know, people asked him, they said, you know, you used to be, able, you used to be blind. How is it that you see? And he's, he couldn't explain it at first. He said, you know, all I know is, I, I don't know who this person is, but all I know is that I was blind before and he touched my ha- face, he, he did something, and now I can see. Uh, and eventually he would come to believe. 
And I also consider the life of Gandhi um, and 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 these these great powerful leaders who whose lives were transformed because their faith was that center and it wasn't grounded in the desire for power in fact deep down it was rooted in the desire to serve and so when you consider these certain beliefs that basically made people look like lunatics you know their leaders where's their root what Do they have that deep desire to serve others and to make the world a better place for all, not just a privileged few? And then there's people who are lying to others or who people who are believing in lies. Where's where's that root? Are they desiring power? Are they desiring material goods? But then you have these great, powerful leaders who truly had a a spiritual grounding that led them beyond expectation even of themselves and I love reading Gandhi's work because he didn't he didn't want people to become Hindu his he wasn't seeking to expand his Hindu faith convert everybody to Hindu and he also said I just want people to live better believers and so he said I would love for Muslims to be better Muslims and to live according to the the truths of their faith and Christians as well and he actually has said I like your Christ but I don't like your Christians because your Christians are not very Christ-like but his faith drew him away from a, a very lucrative life as a lawyer to liberate India from the British power When you read about his faith, is just ultimately powerful, and it's inexplicable to him. And so his, he writes, I do dimly perceive that whilst everything around me is ever-changing, ever-dying, there is underlying all that change that change a living power sorry I screwed that up I do 
dimly perceive that whilst everything around me is ever changing, ever dying, there is underlying all that change a living power that is changeless, that holds all together, that creates, dissolves, and recreates. Of course, that speaks to his Hindu gods. And he, he continues, that informing power or spirit is God. And since nothing else I see merely through the senses can or will persist, he alone is. He's talking about those things that come and go. Those transient things, those things that are impermanent. despite the world just moving so fast his perception of God is that unchanging grounding that holds everything together and connects us this interlocking web of life continues and is this power benevolent or malevolent I see it as purely benevolent for I can see that in the midst of death life persists in the midst of untruth truth persists in the midst of darkness light persists Hence, I gather that God is life, truth, and light. He is love. He is the supreme God. And so when you consider how what drove Gandhi to do what he did and to write these beautiful words perhaps he was deceived perhaps he was being lied to he was living a lie perhaps people thought he was crazy but ultimately who are we to judge if there truly was a being that inspired him to do all the things that he did. And so, with so many people who are walking around aimless, without any sort of belief in any sort of divine being. There at least has to be that question. What is it that drives people to believe in some sort of divine 
being. 